재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 We are back. We're continuing our discussion on early retirement for younger workers amid the economic downturn. It is a gloomy economic uh, environment, and a lot of companies are in trouble. They are pressured to uh, cut costs, slim down their operations, and that entails cutting jobs. So we'll widen discussion and talk about the overall trends and conditions and challenges faced by many people in this economy. We're going to be joined by Professor Shin Se-don shortly on the phone. Once again, here in the studio, we have Professor Song Su-young from Chungang University. Uh, Professor Song, as we talked about the IMF period and those mass layoffs, and as you said, it was just companies and divisions getting wiped out. So there's just people who are just basically Mm -hmm. laid off because there was nowhere else to work. Uh, What impact does uh, these big layoffs have overall on employees and everybody? And does this affect their performance? Yes, uh, I'd like to separate two uh, effects on this um, uh, currently hired employees and also the people who are laid off. First of all, the the people, the people who are laid off, the, they lost the source of the income and then uh, they are very afraid of the future, uh, uh, afraid of the future. Uh, therefore, they are subject to kind of uh, saving too much or as much as possible. And also they, uh, uh, they first uh, they look for the, some job opportunity. However, uh, they may end up with uh, some giving up the looking for new job opportunity unless the government pro- government or the company provides uh, some new training or yeah. new opportunity. But, uh, but however, for the, the people who are hired and still uh, uh, working, then uh, does it have uh, some positive disciplinary effect because to avoid the layoff, uh, they work harder? I don't think so mm-hmm. because... Uh, they become more concerned about their future and then they would like to uh, have some uh, other opportunity to develop their other opportunities because their current position is very vulnerable, then uh, that could have very negative effect on their job security. Therefore, they they actually, it could uh, increase Mm -hmm. the incentive for the moral hazard within the within the people among the people who are still hired even though they are hired then the response could be uh turns out to be a negative yeah now uh, we also want to get the thoughts of uh, another professor joining us on the line our good friend from sumyang women's university uh, professor shin sedon hello hello Professor Shin, thank you so much for joining us. We've been talking about layoffs. Uh, uh-huh. It's not a very uh, cheerful subject on this Christmas Eve, but uh, <laughs> right. the IMF period, as we've been talking about, 97 Asian financial crisis, a lot of people lost their jobs. Uh, it was a huge, huge crisis for the economy. Right now, 2015, at the end, as we head in, there are some economic uncertainties. Uh, some people feeling, are we in for another big, big shock? Do you feel that uh, we are at risk for having another major economic uh, downturn? Well, not necessarily. You know, the 1997 crisis was kind of a huge, acute uh, uh, kind of a problem in the sense that nobody expected that. And the size of the impact has been so huge. You know, the number of people unemployed during the course of crisis was in, in the scale of millions, right? Mm. 
And uh, now, after uh, almost 20 years later, uh, the shock would not be as significant, as big, as huge as the one in 1997. But the problem is that the length of the crisis, even though the magnitude was not as at the scale of the 1997, but uh, the length of the you know, coming crisis will be a long, longer than uh, the 1997. So I would no. say uh, it's a chronic rather than acute problem that we are facing now. We've had cases of restructuring and layoffs. I think mm -hmm. a very controversial one politically and socially, the Sangyong Motors uh, uh -huh. restructure, which a lot of people, of, co of course, link with the, uh, right. the the Indian company that purchased it and, uh, and all right. of the situations right. yeah. mm -hmm. that, uh, mm -hmm. that ensued. Do you think that uh, there could be cases like that coming up in the future? Well, some, you know, well, the, the Mahindra case, you know, actually the Sangyong Motors was uh, acquired by uh, Deyu, and they had trouble, right. and, and, and eventually the Indian company Mahindra took over, and then, you know, uh, it, it, they switched the ownership. So I think it is possible for some uh, companies, some uh, big companies may, may change their ownership during the course of coming crisis. So I think it is not that strange and surprising. Let's bring Professor Hong Siyoung into the mm -hmm. conversation. Uh, we had another financial crisis, the 2008 crisis, mm -hmm. uh, as you talked about. Uh, there was a lot of people angry about, uh, you mentioned the uh, the other group, of, well, the executives and chairmen, they're not being asked to sacrifice much, but mm -hmm. they're getting such sky-high executive pays. Uh, do you think that will help if, if companies consider perhaps uh, curtailing that compensation to make it seem a little more fair? Uh, in terms of fairness, uh, that, that, that is not, uh, uh, that is definitely not fair at all. So, but I would like to, I, uh, about as to the, some Professor Shin's, uh, opinion yes. about the economy, uh, the cro chronic economy crisis versus the, some acute and the short time, uh, economic crisis. Yeah, that is, I agree with that. But however, at that time, the economy, the economic crisis in 1997 has been contained within the East Asia. So, therefore, we have uh, some expectation and anticipate the recovery of the, our economy because uh, the, some other European and United States has not suffered from so much from this um, economic crisis in 1997. However, this time is totally different because this is world global economic crisis. Therefore, it means that we cannot easily uh, escape from this economic crisis at all, and uh, maybe the trend of the economic growth rate has been shifted downward to the level of the secular stagnation level. So if that is the case, it means that the company or the economy cannot be returned to the, mm. what it used to be. So then our sacrifice of the layoff does not, can, cannot be uh, compensated for the future economic uh, uh, growth rate recovery. So if that is the case, okay. then we have to focus on the, some redistribution issue, how to share the burden, and uh, how to uh, adapt, how to make the companies and the people adapt to the new economic situation. Mm. Well, Professor Shin, part of those uh -huh. solutions are uh, President Pakane's very, very strong demand to pass the labor reform bills. The politicians are not agreeing on certain aspects of this. And she wants to pass by the end of this year. It's become a very big political issue uh, where accusations of uh, pressuring uh, the National Assembly Speaker and all of that. But some people do worry if we're 
talking about layoffs and worry about layoffs. If the uh, labor reforms become law, then any company will have so much more freedom and flexibility that a lot of workers will just feel so unstable and insecure, regardless of what job you have. Yes. I, I mean, yeah, uh, you're right. The, the nature, I mean, the essence of the labor reform the government presented to the Congress uh, includes the flexibility of the labor market, which means, you know, for the term, I mean, for the company, it becomes easier for them to lay off uh, you know, the people working for the company for longer periods. So it is necessary, you know, for the reform to include the flexibility of the labor, especially the flexibility, freedom to lay off people. Mm -hmm. So that is the, that is the Achilles, you know, tendon for, for the reform. And that's why so many, you know, labor unions and the politicians on the, on the opposition party, you know, strongly uh, uh, reject uh, the government policy. So I think the labor reform, whether that to be uh, passed in the Congress, is, that's going to be the uh, very uh, important issue, uh, I think, in the couple of months coming. Professor Song, what do you think? Yeah, as for the um, labor reform that is... Um, mm, Proposed by the Senuri and the, uh, the, uh, the current uh, Blue House government, as uh, I would like to uh, raise the issue about uh, uh, in a Japanese case, because uh, uh, I just uh, found some paper that is presented in the, some uh, conference that is making sense of the productivity slowdown that has been held in November 6th, 17th, in 2015. And there, the structural cause of Japan's low total factor productivity growth. There, Japan has uh, conducted a labor reform, and then they end up with increased number of part-time workers in 1997 and 8. However, after the in the aftermath of the that labor reform, then they have lost accumulated human capital. That's why in recently the Avenomics, they tried to resupply the, some new human capital from the with domestic from the domestic market. So that is one prong of this uh, Avenomics uh, three prongs. So to that regard, if we increase the uh, increase the flexibility of the labor uh, labor layoff, then many people may end up with part-time workers. As long as that is the case, we are going to lose potential to return to the some uh, gross or economic growth rate in the future. Mm. So that causes a serious problem. So rather than the Kyoji Fukao, who is a professor at the Hitochubashi, Hitochubashi University, he argues that the social safety network, because given the uh, given the condition that part-time work has been incre already increased, then social safety network and the provision by the government would be very important for the economy to return to the uh, growth rate in the in the phase of the growth. Otherwise, we are going to lose the ground or foundation on which our future mm. is built. Professor Shin, uh, we'll let you have the last word on this conversation. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is a complex trouble. I mean, the complex problem in the sense that uh, labor productivity is one of the reasons why the, the you know the the, the owners want the flexibility. They, they want to have have the freedom to lay off those people who lack the productivity. So 
So to solve the problem, you know, we have to increase the productivity of the labor. That's for sure. And, and second thing is that relatively speaking, you know, the wage of the Korean people are relatively high mm. uh, compared to other countries. So the, the level of, you know, real and nominal wage uh, being uh, relatively high, that is also the trouble behind the labor problem. So we have to increase the labor productivity and we have to compensate a little bit of, you know, uh, lowering the labor wage. And the government has to come up with, you know, solution to increase the labor productivity on the one hand and, and to compensate for the loss in the, you know, wages uh, in the labor market. So it, only in that situation, I think the labor problem, labor pro- flexibility problem and the labor reform problem will be settled without much anxiety. All right. Uh, Professor Shin, as always, we do appreciate your time joining us on this uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, Uh Merry Christmas to you and hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you. Merry Christmas to all the people in the studio and the audience. Thank you. That was Professor Shin Sedon from uh, Sunyang Women's University. So, uh, Professor Song, uh, Mm -hmm. would you agree then maybe we need to improve productivity? We're not a productive workforce here in Korea. We need to address some of the compensation issues and then that might make the flexibility more appealing to people? Uh, I would like to say strongly no. I don't agree with Professor Shin's idea that we have a labor product uh, in Korea. The labor productivity is lower than what they are paid. Mm. Uh, actually, recently the UN uh, United Nations Development Program has issued a report about the human uh, resource development, and there I found a very interesting. Uh, information about as to the uh, labor productivity from 1994 to 2007 the relative labor productivity of Korea and Taiwan has been has surpassed some other OECD countries Hmm. and after that from 2008 to 2014 the only country which is uh, whose uh, labor productivity equivalent to Korea and Taiwan is only Spain. Actually, Spain has suffered so much from the lower labor productivity. However, since the outbreak of the economic crisis, then they have their wealth uh, or economy has been reduced a lot. But then they are on the recovery situation. But still, their relative productivity is low. However, Korea and Taiwan, even they are. Their average labor productivity is better than Hong Kong or Singapore, of course, the United States. That's other interesting countries. because we yeah. always get the reports, oh, Koreans work the longest hours, That's right. you know, 50, 60 hours, mm-hmm. and then they point out, oh, but with those hours worked, they are not producing as much as a country like the yeah. United States. So it's a kind of contrasting yes. kind of report. This uh, report is uh, quite surprised even to me. However, what is true is actually in Korea, the our uh, human resource, uh, human development or the development index actually is uh, ranked the 17th of the all, uh, almost all 180 countries. However, considering we, if, if we take into account the effect of income inequality, Yes. The Korea's rank has been decreased to 19, uh, I mean, uh, decreased by 19, so reached uh, 36. Okay. So the same is true to the case of the United States. Therefore, inequality of the wealth and income has a very negative impact mm. on Korea and the United States. However, our economy is worse than United States. Therefore, I would like to, rather than focusing on the high compensation for the 
uh, labor. Like the Norwegian the Nojo, like they're talking about yes. these union yeah, guys. Yeah, of course, it, it, we need some improvement, enhancement of reformulation. But rather, I would like to recommend, urge the government to focus on the redistribution and the new training for the uh, layoff laid off workers for the future, then we could have some promising uh, future of our economy. In the United States, there's been similar dilemmas of that, and they've been saying that they need to retrain. They're trying to push more mm -hmm. tech workers, right, mm -hmm. teaching people about computer skills, mm -hmm. software skills, mm -hmm. because there's such a huge and growing demand mm -hmm. in those fields. Mm -hmm. Is that something that's feasible here, where you try to match the skills needed to that? Because there seems to be a different prestige and perception level of certain occupations that still people who graduate from college are willing mm -hmm. or not willing to do, right? Yeah, to that regard, our labor force is much better in terms of uh, productivity and uh, uh, skills level. However, when because it's not we have not yet suffered uh, so much from the economic uh, downturn. Uh, like some other countries has suffered from. So relatively, we are better off right now. However, for the, if we try to prepare for the, be prepared for the future, uh, downturn of the economy, then I would rather just focus on the reform, uh, reform, uh, in terms of layoff. Rather than focusing on the layoff or some other flexibility mm. of the labor market, we need to build up some uh, program for the uh, to retrain and uh, uh, workers and uh, some relatively uh, younger generations or uh, middle-aged workers. The senior people maybe they are not so much adaptive to the new situation. So. They, I, I urge, I, I would like to ask them to accept the uh, reality. Then also, uh, I would like to ask the, some middle-aged and the, some younger workers to uh, be prepared to learn mm -hmm. new skills and because of recent development in the inf Internet-related uh, technologies yeah. and other types of technologies will be available, okay. already available uh, now. So... Well, some very strong words. Um, I guess if you're giving that advice, telling people like me to giving us sukje or more homework to <laughs> develop and uh, uh, grow these new skills. Uh, Professor Song, it's mm -hmm. always a pleasure to have you, but especially today, it's Christmas Eve, and despite mm -hmm. your busy schedule, you joined us here in the studio. Very much appreciate it. Uh, thank you for your insights, and mm -hmm. have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you and all other audiences for this uh, broadcast. Thank you. Mm -hmm.